Hi. Hi. I'm Bridget. I am Lauren. And this is Gateway Anime Podcast. The podcast where both your hosts are very tired. Mm-hmm. All the mm-hmm. time. That's trying not to work. And uh, so I'm going to cut in and out probably. So you sound great right now in this moment. Microphone just out and now it's back. And now it's cut out and now it's back. <laughs> if it sounds great to you, then that's fine. Oh. I'm just going to be super annoyed. It sounds okay. It sounds okay. You okay. you have like a little bit of like a but now yep. it's fine. Well, <sighs> well hi. hi. How hi. are you? I'm really tired. It's 10 yeah. 15. Yeah. I woke up at like seven this morning. Yeah. I've had a 45 minute nap. Yeah. Which is like the shortest nap I've had in a full day since I've had COVID. So. Respect, man. I'm on my laptop in my old childhood bedroom at my parents' house because my brother's in town. So we're all here and played game night. They're still playing. Um, I'm so mad. Anyway, Lauren, how's your weight? Tell me your values. Um, technically it's fine. I'm incredibly ornery this week. I don't know. I'm just like in a, like a constant bad mood, um, that I'm trying really hard to shake, but, um, I'm just really annoyed with a lot of things that are not within my control to change. And even if they are, they shouldn't be. And it's not my job. Yep. So I'm... I'm practicing that this week of uh, telling myself that this is not my job. I do not need to fix it and leaving at my scheduled time. Sometimes that's really hard if you're an overachiever like us. It really is. And I am an overachiever. And even though I've decided that I'm not going through like this next interview thing again, Mm -hmm. I'm still trying so hard. And I'm like, why am I trying so hard? I'm so tired why am I doing this mm-hmm. but you know it helps exhaustion hold up oh where's she going and then she disappears into the abyss oh she reappeared coca-cola <laughs> did you forget your cokes yeah so I, I we're, I'll drink by next week you you gotta just trust yours first Mason our daddy of the week last week uh, he works for Coke, and he... We love him. We had a new flavor. It's called Dream World, and he listens to our podcast, so he was like, hey, we got a new Coke flavor as soon as I came into work, but they only sold them in, like, the miniature tin packs, so he bought me one for my birthday. Thank you, Mason. Mine are I don't my know purse. what this tastes like. Mine are in my purse. Lawrence. You have tall. your purse? Yeah. Um, hey. Or Actually, yeah. here. I have a pause button. Good stalling so, pause button. I have mine. Yay. So and the words try our new coke. In the words of Emothy and Christine from our favorite <laughs> podcast, let's crack into it. Oh, that was a good crack. It smells like citrus. Oh, oh good. Because I, I couldn't do another Stardust flavor. And as always, Coca-Cola, if you'd like to sponsor our podcast, 
We'll yeah. try all of your flavors and then completely we have like, name you. <laughs> we have like seven listeners, so obviously a good following. It smells promising. I'm not okay. gonna lie. Like it's I'm very excited. Good. It smells lemony, but there's already you a Coke ready? lemon. Yeah. All right, let's go. What is that flavor? Watermelon? But it smells no citrusy i like it i do too it's but i sweet. don't know what the flavor is wait this is called dream world by the way again the the aesthetically this is a beautiful can it's some kind of like it almost tastes like melon you know what i mean like it's not a strong fruit flavor but it's a strong citrus kick but that's mostly just in the smell. I don't know what you would call this. It's good, But it's though. not watermelon. Maybe it's, like, honeydew or something. Honeydew and, like... Hey, like, I know what it is, but I cannot think of it. Brain fog. I'm using... I'm milking that for what I can. It's good, though. Like, I, I actually really like this one. You haven't tried the marshmallow one that's not marshmallow-flavored, mm-hmm. the DJ marshmallow. I keep having to clarify... It was really good. This is, I, I like this. Dream I will drink the rest of this pack. Flavor. I'm glad you gave me two because now I can make other people try it and be like, what is this? And by other people, I was like, I mean, either she'll brother. hate it and she can make someone try it or she'll like it and want another one. That's where I was at with it. <laughs> the ad for it is new Coca-Cola flavor allegedly tastes like dreams and surrealism. And like the ads for it are like, you can't even see my phone. I, I like it. it floating through portals. Huh. What's the flavor supposed to be? Bottles up the technicolor tastes and surrealism of the subconscious with an invitation to savor the magic of everyday moments and dream with open eyes. Why? According to the press release. Why? Just Somebody said me. cotton candy. That's not it. No, it tastes like a specific dum-dum, like lollipop. Yep, uh-huh, uh-huh. I um, know exactly what you're talking about. It's like the one that's pina colada, but not. Maybe it's coconut. It, it has like a coconut aftertaste. It does. It's like coconutty. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're on there. But it's not. It's not. It's almost pineapple. like a pina colada, though. It could be artificial pineapple. It smells like a berry. This one doesn't. This one's just a press release. I need my Reddit thread. What is? I was about to say, go to Reddit, dude. (laughs) Reddit knows all. Someone said, "Smells citrusy." Yeah, we got that. Someone. Made me think of cotton candy, but don't worry, that's not what it tastes like. Okay, good. That's what I agree. Like Skittles mixed with Coke. Um, they thought it was similar to Marshmallow's limited edition Coke. See, that's what I was saying. I just, there's definitely like a coconut flavor in it. Because it tastes a little bit like Malibu rum, <laughs> but not. That's what I was going to say. Right? It tastes it's like good. when I drank... Like the only thing I would drink was like a Coke. It was Coca Cola, Malibu, and lime. <laughs> so this tastes like college. 
<laughs> so maybe it's just tropical. It's like a tropical Coca-Cola and it's yeah. good. I can't find any like Reddit threads. It's all, I guess it must have just. It's really out. new. So it's, yeah. yeah, it's a lot of press release. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. I like it though. Yeah, it's, it's dope. It's different. Um, it I will is finish college beverage. Right? I, it just, it tastes tropical. That's the only way I can describe it. It tastes like the tropical flavored Dum Dum lollipop. And that's It tastes like exactly the tropical Skittles. That is a thing. It smells like tropical Skittles. That person said Skittles, and it's the tropical bag of Skittles. That's exactly what it tastes like. I don't know. Well, shit. Mm. All right. Delicious. Thanks, Mason. Thank you, Mason. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't have anything fun to segue with because I'm tired. And- Same my body is drained so we're just going to talk about these episodes i also didn't get any fun facts and there are three voice actors that i'm looking up right now so well, we have a, we're going to end on a definitely controversial moment so <laughs> yeah so we'll be fine no big deal we love controversy mm-hmm. huzzah um but the first episode is episode five it's called the twins fight bam, bam, and that's bam. what they do uh your netflix summary is as follows when Haruhi divulges the secret and how she can tell the, the twins apart, their sibling rivalry quickly spirals out of control. Beep, beep, beep. It's true. All right. Uh, this is one of my top three episodes, actually. Really? I love this episode because I love the ending of this episode. I think it's That awesome. is pretty funny. And it, it's such a... We'll talk about it when we get there. Because, like, yeah, we'll talk about it when we get there. You know, continue. So this episode also reminds me of Bodies, Bodies, Bodies and how it ended. I'm excited to watch Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. I, I might thought I, see that by myself this week. I thought I would like it more, but it has a killer soundtrack, though. I got a free ticket from A24 because I'm an A24 member. Shout out to A24. No, it is a good popcorn movie. I predicted yeah. every single thing that was going to happen. Except for the ending, which I, well, I figured it'd be pretty predictable. It looks like every other, but I like slashers and I like movies, so I'll watch it. You'll enjoy it. See, and I love. I a did good love Bullet Train. Trash. So I need to watch a, Bullet Train. You'll like Bullet Train. I thought it was really good. It, it was funny. Looks fun. It made me cry. Oh. <laughs> it made it, me cry, the, dude. The cast is amazing for it, so I'm very excited. It was acted really well, too. I think I'm not the biggest fan of Brad Pitt, but I loved him in this movie. I, I love it's fantastic. Well, I love uh, Aaron Taylor <sighs> Johnson. He I love was so hot in this movie that even Will thought he was hot in this movie. I love what's his name who plays Paperboy in Atlanta and he was in Eternals. They think of his name. They're a team and they're wonderful. Ah, we great. love them. Perfect. My two favorite. I like Joey King. Was excited mm-hmm. she's in this. I don't know. She did great too. Great. Every, everyone did great. There's not like a single actor that I could pick out and be like, oh, they could have been better. Like I thought everyone was really good. And for an ensemble cast with a bunch of big names. Yeah. That's really hard. That is. And they did such a good job. The casting. Oh, and the soundtrack's good. You're going to love it. Because it's like all popular music in Japanese. Oh, that's awesome. 
Okay, segue back to the uh, twins fight because we got off. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, the twi- oh, also, my first note before you go into it, because <laughs> I love it, is I, I really like Haruhi watching this over. I don't remember ever liking Haruhi as a character, just because I thought she was so eh. Yeah. And just kind of blended in. But re-watching this, I really have enjoyed her. I think she's funny and quirky and... Like, she actually really carries the show, and I was surprised to realize that at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> yeah, she's like, a funny character. Continue, my bad. All right, here we go. The twins like to play the game, who's who? Basically, who's who? Like, who am I? But who is that? And then play it. Uh, someone refers to them as the twins with homosexual tendencies, which we covered last week, and it's still weird. Um, so they were in charge of the website for the club and photoshopped nude photos of Haruhi, which, um, Tamaki, <laughs> Tamaki was like, where did you get these? And realized it's photoshopped and Haruhi's like, excuse me? Uh, the twins view Haruhi as a toy. Um, and as they're having this whole argument, a strange person through the crack in the door says they should join his black magic clubs. This is like the first like other real club other than the music club. Uh, I love him. Oh, I love hasn't Nekazawa. happened yet. Music clubs. Uh, Nekazawa is the strange person in the crack in the door. <laughs> he oh. gets his own episode, so I hope you love him too. I adore him. <laughs> I, we only got a glimpse of him, but it's funny. He's um, so great. So Tamaki talks about how one time he stepped on a cursed doll and couldn't take an exam because it was in a different language, <laughs> which they end up revealing that like he was so flustered by stepping on this doll, he just went into a different classroom for a different language exam and tried to take the test. And they're like, yeah, it was because you were in the wrong class. Um, but he was like, no, no, it was the curse. Um, he's yeah. a himbo like if you ever wonder what an example of a himbo is look at Tamakisuo <laughs> like straight up yes oh, uh, Haruhi can tell the twins apart by their personalities and they really don't like that because it takes all the fun out of their game also she's a thousand percent true about their personalities oh yeah also never paying attention to that but then I actually <laughs> listened to what she said and I was like wow it's just like I can tell head. Fred and George apart because of their personality yeah also like she read the crap out of them like that was her there reading, was a reading that happened for sure she was she's right and it's excellent <laughs> um Ringe is still their manager and she <laughs> this gets addressed later but <laughs> she always comes up in an in the episodes just randomly by like a twirling cake through the floor which is great it, it is all, a cake isn't it, it is a cake like, why a is cake. it like that it's not even just a platform it's a cake and they oh. they don't address until three episodes um so she's okay with her he having only a homosexual relationship on the side uh so one of the twins now has died they get in a fight why did they fight i didn't write a note why they started fighting they started fighting because oh, because the personality, the reading, yes. And and uh Karu was like, Oh my gosh, she got you ten thousand percent right. Because <laughs> what she said about Karu was a Hikaru was a lot harsher than what she said about Karu, which she was correct about. Um, and she was like, Oh my gosh, you're so right. And then he was like, Okay, jerk. And you know, it's just like a classic sibling fight and then they start fighting about a lot of different stuff that is unimportant and dumb yeah 
So one of the twins dyed their hair pink because they're in a fight. They don't want to be mistaken as the other. And the other comes up and also dyed their hair blue because they have the same thought. Um, so Haruhi trades lunch with one of the twins and finally eats something from the cafeteria, from the you know this rich prep school cafeteria. And life has changed. And they're like, oh, look at this cute little bento box lunch. And it's just so sad. But I love I those love. jokes that they, they make. Um, Haruki's relationship with food is the most relatable thing in this entire show. I love that they talk about they can do like make her do anything if they have salmon. And they honestly, could. Same. I yeah, honestly. Same. Give me salmon nigiri and I might do anything. Um, but I need my soy sauce with it too. Uh so um the twins have never fought like this before, and Haruhi thinks about how maybe because of that, they don't know how to make up. So they're going to try and um, she wants to try and fix it. And Kiyoya explains how it's Haruhi's comet that started this fight. So she's actually responsible for this and she has to fix it. Um, in kind of a rude way. And Haruhi gets the fight ended by saying if they make up, they can come over to her place. And then she realizes that the doll that was cursed they were fighting with has now cursed her. Uh which was just funny. I mean, this cursed doll just, I don't know. It's so dumb. It's a almost like a filler episode, but in a great way because you just get to know the twins more. Uh, and then they real they reveal at the very end that the whole fight was scripted because the twins were bored. And so they just needed something to liven up the day. And so they had a fight. <laughs> and dragged Haruhi the best, in the middle. The best part, and this is just me looking way too deep into this stupid show about nothing but I can't help it because <laughs> I, I just love it so much but the best part is at the end they're playing the game again but they still have their pink and blue hair and all the girls are like oh it's so easy uh Hikaru has uh pink hair and then Hikaru has blue hair and they're like oh you got it and then Haruhi's walking by and she's like no actually uh they changed their hair colors and they're just looking, they're watching her walk away. And they're just like, <laughs> huh. <laughs> they, it, and it's so much deeper than that, though, because they're like, it takes them back to this bench, like when they were on, in their childhood and no one could tell them apart. And not spoiler alert, but it's not like they've been paying attention to very much as children because mm-hmm. <laughs> they had rich parents were always gone yeah so that's why they are the way that they are and then finally there's this one person who can tell them apart just because she knows them she gets to know them as people it's the first little sliver of trouble to come and i i love it i watched the end of that and i legit got goosebumps i called dana and i was like why am i like this like this is a stupid show about nothing how do the hitachi twins still have so much hold over me as an almost 30 year old woman like i am so I, i'm overwhelmed i'm overwhelmed oh. with my love of this show <laughs> you're like oh my god okay. no i'm fine i'm fine okay. i'm just overwhelmed okay. um you got voice acted for I have I have uh, one new character and that's uh, Nikozawa Umehito and he is the president of the Black Magic Club. <laughs> uh, I adore this man. He's so incredibly stupid, and he does an episode to come. So everyone, please adore him the way that he deserves 
to be adored. Um, but his uh, English voice actor is actually someone who's really familiar. Um, he's one of your faves and one of my faves. Guess. I can't. I have nothing. Really? Patrick Seeds. He plays Endeavor. Stop. And That's Endeavor? Dio Brando. Yes. <laughs> what a Patrick different Seeds character. A lot of people. Okay, but Endeavor's voice and Dio's voice is so different because they always are like, calm, cool, collected. And that is not Nekasawa. <laughs> He's a very, very versatile voice actor. I'm always incredibly impressed when I when I find him because he's in a lot of stuff, but he takes a lot of smaller roles too. Like it's and they're not always the same. Like he doesn't just do action or just do like he just tries to expand uh, that repertoire. He, just, he finds a character he likes and he just does it. He's also very nice. I met him once and hmm. I appreciate him for that. Good. And then the Japanese voice actor's name is Yuji Yuda. 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 One of those. Um, and he's a lot of different stuff, but I think the most important was that he's Brock's original voice in, in Pokemon. Pokemon? I saw okay. that and I was like, yeah, dope. Let me do a quick scroll. Is there anything important? It doesn't look like it. Uh, I was very underprepared today, guys. Um, embrace it and enjoy it and cry a little bit yeah no i just saw brock and i think that's good enough for me so i hope there it's we good go. enough for yeah. you guys because that's all we've got today and that's it that is the voice actor for this episode the end let's go to the next episode <laughs> it's called the grade school host is the naughty type weird title yep. don't love that <laughs> I mean, they say naughty a lot in this episode. Um, so. And your Netflix summary is as follows. When Tanaki takes an elementary school student as his apprentice, the kid, the kid's brutal honesty has everyone's head spinning. That's pretty accurate. <laughs> All right. I was like, you could have done better. Here we go. Right. This kid is quitting the classical music club. The little kid is now going to be the apprentice. Of the host club. He won Tamaki over by calling him a king. Question. Did you think that the way that teacher touched this boy's shoulders was the creepiest thing ever? Because I did. It really rubs me the wrong way. I don't have like a memory of it. So I guess not. Like he walks up behind him, right? Uh And he like slides his. This is his hand. He goes like this. Squeezes. And goes. Girls love boys that play the piano, but on both of his shoulders. And he's like a small child alone in a room with an old man. And that is terrifying. I'm sorry. I'm, I guess I'm it didn't bother me. <laughs> it, it really, really bothered me. And yeah, I just can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> Continue. Uh, so the kid insults honey and i love when something happens to honey because takashi does not take it uh we learn about that in the next episode which arguably is my favorite one so far um so the kid realizes very quickly that haruhi is a girl and they all start to panic uh they're trying to figure out what genre the kid can fit into because they're like our group has all the genres of boys covered and they start listing everyone and it's very accurate 
Uh, but Ringe says he's the naughty boy type. And I said that weird, but it's like naughty boy like. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I realized I said that. I was like, That's, that was very. That is how she said it, though. Fifty so Shades. Yeah. I don't it, blame you. It's naughty like, I'm a rebel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a rebel dolly. Uh, whatever. And so <laughs> I, can't, I can't not make it sound weird in my head now. The boy yells that this will never make her happy and that he's gonna run out of time. And uh when he's learning all these things in the host club. And so they start realizing there's a specific girl that he's trying to impress, and there's something he's not letting them in on because there's running out of time, and they're like, Oh, something this kid's like really distraught about something. Um so the girl that the kid loves has to move away soon because her dad got a job out of the not state but area they're in. Uh and so the uh, I don't what is my next note? I lost it. Oh, the Orn High School host club room now has a grand piano, <laughs> which I love the running gag in this whole uh, it's a music episode. And so they're like, this is a music room after all, because it's music room number three that the club meets in. And there's like never been any music at her. He's like, has that always been here? And they're like, yeah, it's a music room. Of course we have a grand piano. <laughs> um, and then Tom is playing under the-, the stage where Ringe comes up. Yeah, with her cake. They just platform, have everything stashed down there. Which is a really intense music room. Not what my it band is. hall looks like. Uh, Tomaki is no. also really good at the piano and t- is playing the piano. Of course he is. Of course he is. Like I, I was watching that because I forgot he played piano, and I was like, no wonder I was so in love with this idiot. Him and his Edward Cullen piano play, but like this is Lauren. <laughs> so he he teaches the kid Shaito how to play, so then he can play with the girl Hina Hina Hina, and Hina. it ends up it's Hina. Zero. It's what Shiro. It's what? Shiro. I thought it was Shaito. Uh, Shiro. But it was ends up being really sweet. He plays, he talks to the girl, they they end up being really sweet on each other, and that's the whole episode. And it was just a cute little sweet episode of they're like apprentice and how they're just a sweet group of boys that are a little out of touch with reality, and that's why Howard He's here. Yeah, and they <laughs> they need her so badly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're so desperately bad at everything. <sighs> Oh my gosh, what? Oh no, sorry. I oh, saw her name and I was like, what? That's <laughs> was crazy. Like, what? Um, well, as much as I really hated Ciro in this episode, he is played by two really great voice actors, which is super annoying for me. <laughs> the English voice actor is uh, Brina Palacina. Uh, Palacina? Yes, Palacina. It's it's Italian and that has like a bunch of things. It's hard for me to say, but she <laughs> plays Minetta in My Hero Academia. Oh my gosh! And I just think she's so funny. She plays a lot of creepy. I forget boys. that Minetta's played by a girl. She's really and good. She's at voice so acting. good at it. She's so good at it. Which but makes me Japanese appreciate Minetta being as pervy as he is because it's a yeah. girl playing it. And like I, maybe I didn't know Minetta was played by way. a girl. Actually, super funny because I. I went to the pan- the My Hero panel at Seattle Comic Con. Um, she read. She originally read for Ochako, and they were going to have Ochako play Minetta. And then they're like, no, 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 no. And then they had uh, what's her face who plays uh, 
Sue you Sue, read yeah. for a minute and she read it like Sue and they were like no you're Sue like <laughs> that's it so she just kind of uh and then um Brina actually asked to be Manetta because she liked the way he talked <laughs> that's fun I like that yeah it that was makes really, me really, cool. really I I'm a big Manetta hater but that makes me appreciate Manetta if a female is playing I'm a Manetta, Manetta. stan I know he's I know you are hair. And I, I love Manetta. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, but his his um, Japanese voice actor, Zero's Japanese voice actor, is voice acting royalty. It's Junko Takauchi, Takauchi, who is the voice actor for Naruto Uzumaki. So oh. that's pretty much her entire repertoire. It's just Dang. different yeah, variations of Naruto. Still going, and right? No, that's all she Naruto needs. Yeah, because she plays it. She plays him older as well. So she's yeah. every voice of Naruto. So good for you, Naruto. Good for you. Sierra did not deserve that, but that's fine. <laughs> um, and then his little girlfriend Hina, her English voice actor is Kate Bristol. Um, that sounds familiar. I'm not seeing anything, but I really know i've been scrolling through this like i don't even understand half of the things you've been in really familiar she's in like a bunch of pokemon stuff but it's all new pokemon so i don't know any of these characters i'm trying to see if there's she's in fruits basket kisa Mm. soma cool uh Oh, yeah, I just got to that one. Attack oh, on she's Titan. She's in Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh, additional voices. Black Clover. She's in Yu Yu Hakusho. She's Keizi Sato. Um, and I just scrolled to the bottom of her list. That's enough. That's enough. Her Japanese voice actor is Mei Kandawaki. And she plays. See, her thing said Subaki, but it was a different Subaki. So I got really excited. <laughs> That's why I made that face. I was like, Subaki? <laughs> oh, she's just a lot of video game characters that I don't really know or care about. I'm so sorry, everybody. She's, a, she's the Pokemon trainer in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Hey, there you go. <laughs> I was like, you hey, that's what? worthy. That's good enough for me. We're done. Uh, those are your voice actors. I hope you enjoyed them. <laughs> Goodbye. Those are that's all the voice actors for this whole episode. Uh, the other two episodes are just they're like our generic people. girls, random stranger men. Yeah, and I don't I don't bother with anyone that doesn't have a name. I don't have yeah. time for that. Shoot, shoot, mm. bang! All right. Well, shoot, dang! Take us into SOS Jungle Pool, whatever. SOS Jungle Pool, baby. Uh, here's your Netflix summary. With Honey missing, the host vacation turns into a search and rescue mission uh, replete with alligator attacks and a blitz by a private police force. Yep, that's exactly what happens in this episode. Wow. Uh, that was maybe a little too much info there, Netflix. Yeah, well. Here we the go. sucks, too. So. <laughs> Kiyoya's family owns a tropical theme park that kind of looks like the South Tropics. His family uh, owns in everything. Um, yes. I'm convinced about that. I thought it was really funny that they explain why they own this is because people are stressed. And, and after all, they're always in the health business because, you know, they yeah. own a bunch of hospitals. He's and like, like, it's part of medicine. Yeah, it's you medical. have to relax. And I was like, shut up, Kiryu. <laughs> so Haruhi has to choose a swimsuit and was shoved into the changing room by the twins. And because, you know, the twins' mom's a 
fashion designer. At one point, they just pull up lingerie, which was just like straps. There is no Hilarious. coverage. And I was like, oh my gosh. Um, Tamaki couldn't handle Haruhi in a swimsuit. And so he shoves like a hoodie on her. So I thought that was so hoodie. incredibly sweet, even though it's so incredibly problematic that he was no. like, you shouldn't show your body till you're married. I do not want to like, objectify you. Shut up. But also... Oh yeah, gosh, it's, so it's very, very uh, bittersweet for us. <laughs> it was so uh, cute. And I hated the swimsuit she was wearing. Um, yes. Absolute garbage. I hate ruffles. But it was very funny that they're like, the Oh, this ruffles. wasn't the ruffle one. This was the Oh, you're right. One. The ruffles was, like, are the, the next one. episode. Yeah. Because we have to have a beach episode after a non-beach episode. After right? a fake beach. Yes. Yeah. Correct. You, you have a fake beach and then you have <laughs> real beach. This um, also has one of my favorite quotes so far in the show. I'll get there in a second. Um, uh, no, I'll get there in a second. So Tamaki, so that she's they're like, have you ever been to a pool? And she's like, yeah, a plastic pool. That's totally fine. And they don't understand what a plastic <laughs> pool is. And they're like, no, that's an inflatable life raft. One of them goes, if she thinks it's a pool, let her think it's a pool. Yeah, it's like trying to whisper. Like he literally like came in and told them both to shut up. And he was like, it's what she says it is, man. You don't want to insult it was, her and tell her. It was just, yeah, it's like nice. she's a little different. Stop. Uh, I love how Renge always appears on a twirling cake uh, appearing from the ground. Love it. Because <laughs> it's like the third time. And, and Haruhi's like, where did that come from? Did we bring this? Are there, how is this happening still? Um, here's my favorite quote part. Uh, Tamaki won't do a water gun fight with the twins. So they propose to Haruhi to get him really riled up. And <laughs> My favorite is he's got the gun, like the Nerf spray gun. And he goes, daddy says no. is my favorite line. 30 memes of it saved on my phone of just daddy says no shooting them with a water gun i love him so so tamaki literally slips on a banana (laughs) and hits a tiki making a giant wave pool because it's like a trigger and it takes honey down and honey is now disappeared so they're all like oh no especially takashi is like that's like literally the worst design ever for any water park oh you hit this tiki too hard now they're gonna, it's like, very cause like a tropical the brady storm, bunch like, goes to what? hawaii like evil tiki totem i don't know it was funny uh so tom uh they all go to rescue honey but all of a sudden there are alligators there and it's the tropical animals exhibit and they're just like oh maybe Sorry. i should dana's having a literal heart attack right now please hold Okay, I think she's good now. Like, she literally asked me, have you seen the Elvis movie? And then she kept texting me, kept saying, Lauren, 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 I need to know. I need you to tell me. Tell me right now. And I was like, holy crap. No, I haven't watched it. Okay, so I'm good now. She knows. Continue. Um, So, so they're like, well, maybe we shouldn't do the tropical animals exhibit next to uh, the water park. Then it's a good note. It's a good note. Because now, basically... This is Kiyohe's, uh, where they realize this is a trial run on the pool. And so if they die, it's just notes. (laughs) Um, So now it's a survival mission in a jungle because they don't know what's all out there. And it's a test of the park. Takashi has slipped on a banana. And I was like, why are there so many bananas? That comes into play later. Uh, It basically, they're on Honey's trail because Honey's eating the bananas. Um, (laughs) Honey and Takashi are technically cousins by marriage. 
And then they go into this like deep history of the country and kind of their family lineage and dynasty, which was kind of cool to me. I I know we probably won't get more elaboration yeah. on it, but I would like that. We don't. Uh, yeah, my figure. And so they used to be That's a master-servant nice. relationship for generations. And then at one point that relationship changed and they got married. But Takashi really still honors that lineage and is very servant-like to Honey because of the respect and love he has for Honey. It's like family. So mm-hmm. uh, so they have... <laughs> they There's a quote that says, I'm sure when he gets hungry, the trees are full of bananas. And so they realize they're on Honey's trail, like I said, because Honey is eating bananas because Honey is hungry and doesn't have cake right now. So bananas. So Takashi catches Haruhi and <laughs> she falls and carries her, like bridal carries her and she blushes. And I'm like, oh, is this my new ship? Because I really love Takashi. Uh, because I really love Travis. That's the only glimpse that you get. I don't uh, anyway. in your life, but I don't want you to be waiting for it either. That's like literally the closest they get is that. Whatever. So I'm sorry, I'm but I just needed you to know that and not look for Whatever. it. Whatever. Okay, so and the is- they have a really lovely friendship though. Like it's really sweet. They understand each other. It's so good. sweet, but so. Kyoya's family is bringing in the police force and it's like a mega SWAT team because of course they own a police force uh and kyoya didn't mention that there were other visitors in the park it slipped his mind he didn't forgot to say that to the police force and so then the swap team grabs haruhi and then takashi just starts like doing kung fu on them uh and honey comes in swinging on a vine like george of the jungle out of nowhere and then takes down the entire swat team and honey apparently was holding back and Honey's family is known for their martial arts. Honey is the national champion uh, in karate and judo. And Takashi won the national championship for kendo. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So that was a really cool, like, fight scene that I was really not expecting. Um, and then Honey's family actually trained all the police force. And yeah. so at the end, they're like, we're so sorry. We're so sorry. And they're, like, bowing. And they're like, it's an honor to meet you. And so then they're all saved. And they decide next time they should just all go to the beach, which will be the next episode. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Just literally right after. That's it. It's cute. Oh, did you know that eating more than three bananas a day is, like, not super great for you? I just hate bananas, more. so the, you'll never catch me eat one. You hate bananas? I hate them. I, I will throw up. Bananas. I can't even smell them. Like, I have to politely excuse myself if someone is eating a banana near me. Um. <laughs> yes, you're good. Lauren? One sec. I'm gonna pause. <laughs> All right, Lauren's cool. fine. Everything's fine. Uh, nothing <laughs> happened. Uh, here is episode eight. The sun, the sea. Wait, wait, wait. And the host there were no club. voice actors. Never mind. Sorry. No Never voice mind. actors. No. And the host club. I don't have any for this next episode either. It was pretty yeah. contained. Um, your Netflix summary is thus. Uh, while at the beach, the twins make a game of finding ways to scare Haruhi, who proves <laughs> as fearless as they come. That's a good one. That's a good summary. Yeah, that was a good summary. Yeah. Good job, Netflix. You redeemed yourself. (laughs) All right. So now they're going to the beach. And of course, they bring swimsuits for Haruhi to wear. Haruhi, I stuttered on that. Um, So they start talking about (laughs) how small her boobs are and that the ruffles hide the fact that she's flat chested. It made me laugh really hard because they're not meaning it as an insult. They're talking about it in a fashion way 
because their mom's a fashion designer, but it's just absolutely insulting. But they're that's not what they're trying to do. It just made me laugh because it's funny. Uh, and I will never know what it's like to be contrasted. And I don't mean that in a funny way. No. I mean that in I'm a jealous kind of way because it's not fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you understand my pain. Um, I think every day I, I'm on a very gay part of TikTok. Very gay. Like the gayest if they come, which is the best place to be. I love it there. <laughs> but there's so many girls that had top surgery just uh-huh. so they could move their lives freely. And I just look at that and I'm like, Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, what would be sad? But also, <laughs> but you could always have a reduction. I don't know. I know a lot of people that have, well, but I don't think mine are big enough to reduce. Yeah, depends. All right, okay, here we go. So they bring girls know. to the beach with them, but it's not a day off. They're still hosting because this is now an expense trip. <laughs> so a bunch of girls ask Karahi if she'll go swimming. Uh, and they're like, oh, no. And she's like, well, can we sit and talk with you? And so she says, yes. Um, Tomaki is fantasizing about strolling the shore with Haruhi and falling in love. And I love these little fantasies because that's when uh, the actress for, uh, I can't think of her name right now, for Haruhi, she, Caitlin Glass, uh, uses her Winry voice and it makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. It's Winry and Ed. Um so honey is shellfish hunting. <laughs> All of a sudden the beach has a ton of shellfish. Uh, but it's the private police force. Wouldn't make it up for honey for attacking. So they're like literally with this truck full of crabs, like throwing them out over the top of like the thing into the ocean. So they go up to honey and I, I don't know. It was really funny. And I was like, that's great. Uh, so they've been bringing and putting shellfish out. They're going to eat crab. And I say this like five times. I was like, I really want crab right now. Uh, and it's full of crab puns. Like, isn't this crab debating? And I was like, oh my gosh. It's Haruhi that makes it every time and laughs really hard. So they're trying to scare Haruhi with the crabs and she's absolutely not freaked out by the crabs. So the twins are like, okay, well, let's play this game of let's figure out Haruhi's weakness. And the winner gets uh, the cute pics of Haruhi that they have. Because of course. Um, so the twins take girls to a haunted cave and it doesn't scare Haruhi at all. Uh, they have like a fake body in there. I mean, a fake skeleton and it's, she's like, it's plastic. Uh, and then Honey has the private police force <laughs> close them in a dark and scary truck and Honey ends up scaring himself, which was adorable. And then Tommy, It was so cute. Honey's like, like, never mind, never mind, it. open the door, open the door. Uh, Takashi so straight up brandishes a spear at her and she and he has, doesn't like point it at her he just has it in front of her yeah and i'm like what are you doing Mori? like what and then what? she just goes you're my senpai not my sentai and i was like oh my gosh this whole episode's gonna be puns and i hate yeah. it uh tamaki you don't collects- think it's crabtastic i hate you tamaki collects rat snakes to scare her and <laughs> I was like, I would be and, absolutely terrified. And they're not even native to that part of the yeah. room. So they're just like, how did you, did get, you get those? those? And yeah. he's like, oh no. And <laughs> start like crying and chasing them. Like, I don't know what to do. Take them away. I, I love Sweet Topic. He's so much. I'm obsessed with Topic. So this is where it gets really... I hate this. Uh, other girls are on the cliff and then some strangers start harassing them and grabbing them. Um, and... 
Haruhi's kind of down there with like these sea urchins and she throws them at them. And then the guy like shoves Haruhi off the cliff into the ocean. And so you think she's about to get hurt. And then Tamaki just like leaps in after it was very Twilight uh, New so Moon Twilight. when Bella <laughs> jumps off the cliff and Jacob has to dive in after her. Um, I put oh no, New Moon vibes. I wrote, <laughs> feels very Twilight. <laughs> it does. And so he grabs Yet her and carries Twilight her to the thing. shore. And it's very romantic. Uh, Tamaki then fusses at Haruhi that she confronted the guys and says that it doesn't matter that she's a girl and she was there. Uh, she says that it doesn't matter that she's a girl. She was there and she had to do something. But Haruhi doesn't understand why Tamaki is mad. And Tamaki won't speak to her until she admits she did something wrong. Now, I really liked this fight. Yeah, it's a good fight because it, they're both wrong and they're both right. Like, yeah, and they're both just like Tamaki is just scared. Yeah, he's because he's caring. He's he cares about her, and he needs to admit that he's not mad at her. He's mad yeah. at the situation. And this gets explained later. Kyoya explains. And also, they didn't score anything under the fight. It was just yeah, quiet. It was now very it feels serious. So much better. Yeah. It was good. It's like the first serious moment you get in the show, and they played it off really well. I like it, good yeah. Job. So now Honey is cooking everyone dinner. It's shellfish. And he's wearing a what? dress. <laughs> what? And everything thinks she's cute. And because her dad repacked her bags because he was like, I always want you to wear these. Uh, so dinner is just an awkward silence. <laughs> I will I write again. I really want crabs. And she says, oh I, my I gosh. think that they look strange and I don't know how I feel about it. Oh, I was just like, can we eat King crab legs? Crab I still legs never had crab. One we'll day. get there. Uh, she says these are in crab bubble. Uh, so Haruhi's just chowing down on the crabs. And I wrote, honestly, same. Uh, the twins realize so that Haruhi is down. And they said they're all worried about how recklessly she acted. Um, and so all of a sudden she has to leave the table because she feels really sick. She ate so much crab. So she ran to the nearest room and uses the bathroom. But she doesn't realize... <laughs> She doesn't realize it's Kyoya's room and he's shirtless. And I was like, uh-oh, what's about to happen? I could not have predicted that what's about to happen is going to happen. But um, he like... 13-year-old Lauren died and watched this scene three times. Because she was like, what? Oh, yeah, what? it's very... What? So Kyoya <laughs> explains that the twins almost... Okay, this part's funny. Twins almost beat the guy to death and had to send bouquets to the girls because they were so traumatized. But the like flashback of the twins beating those dudes who were harassing and grabbing the girls is beautiful. Um, but then Kyoya turns the lights down and like pins Haruhi on the bed and says he that she can pay her pay him back with her body. It gets very uh sexual salty here, and she says no, you won't do that because you're a nice guy and it won't do anything for you. You have nothing to gain from it. And we all know you do things for like gaining things. And he like pulls back, but it's not believable that he wasn't going to do it. And that really bothered mm -hmm. me. And I think that was on purpose. I, I don't think he would have done it because I don't think he has enough interest in Haruhi to want that from her. But that bone is still um, in his body. The bone like is still in his body. And I don't... I like Kyoya as a character. I don't like him as a person. <laughs> yeah. This is, remember, <laughs> I was like... For that. I was talking about how much I loved Kyoya and then I watched this episode and I'm having a really hard time enjoying Kyoya now. I haven't watched the next he, few episodes because this episode like traumatized me. I was like, oh my gosh. 
I think since I've, I've watched this anime so many times and I am now the proud owner of the entire box set. So I'll, I'll I'm so let jealous. you know how it sounds. Well, I'm going to make you read it. This is good for both of us. I'm very excited. <laughs> this is good for both of us. My birthday's um, in two weeks, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware. I just got the last of your birthday presents today. <gasps> um, Lauren's birthday I was still... also like three days ago. So everybody tell Lauren happy birthday. Even though oh, she yes. posted it on all of our social media because I run that. Um, I still I still am making one of them. I have so much work to do i'm so tired all right keep why come do on, i come do on, this come on. i'm tired um, i have to i think that i think that um it's hard I said? to judge okay. i heard that you have to poo i understand <laughs> um it's i uh, you always have to poo i, I always have to poo <laughs> this is life state of being. <laughs> um i don't i don't i don't think you should judge kuya off of this one interaction because it, redeem the more I think like, about it, the more I understand how cringy people are, particularly teenagers. And even though this was the absolute worst way he could go about it, and he is not forgiven for doing it, I do think that in his way, he does care about Haruhi. But yeah. I know that in every way, he cares about Tamaki. Tamaki is his best friend. And he's yeah. trying to prove a point for Tamaki, not for himself and not for Haruhi. I don't think he gives two f's about harley i think he did it for tamaki which we're about to see I, his relationship yeah. with tamaki in like the next second yeah yeah okay so tamaki of course walks in uh to use <laughs> to use some lotion because <laughs> the skin is dry it made me laugh yes uh and thinks the worst Haruhi grabs tamaki's shirt and panics and hides in the wardrobe and he's like what is happening and realizes she's afraid of thunderstorms because it's thundering outside. This is like the, my neck. I freaking love this moment between them. Um, so Haruhi is used to getting through stuff alone and by herself. And Tamaki's realizing that she's like grown up by herself and very independent. But also like she never had an opportunity to lean on someone. So Tamaki finally understands. Oh, I just explained my note. That is my next note. Oh, well. Uh, and he says... Not anymore. Lauren, let me tell you when I died, I died in the best way. Not anymore. Right before it, because he said, I lose. And I was like, that is the most romantic thing a man could ever say. He just said, I get it. I lose. Uh, and I was like, you lose. Uh, so Haruhi runs into Tamaki's arm because of the storm, in his arms because of the storm. And he says, you don't have to be afraid anymore. You'll never be alone again. It's painful how sweet it Shit is. so much. Okay. And so he blindfolds her and plugs her ears like to be really sweet and so that she doesn't hear the storm. But then the whole host club walks in and they go, I never would have pegged the boss for an SM pervert. <laughs> and it made me laugh so hard because it's the sweetest moment. But of course, they make it funny because the show is a comedy. It's um, so good. And so they're all saying that. And then Haruhi goes, They're talking, she's talking about the whole situation and what happened between her and Tamaki. And she goes, I can't believe I almost let you get away with it. And I, in all caps, my next note said, we almost had our ship fulfilled. Uh, there's, 
our feelings. There, there's a spark in between there. It's not one way. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited. So I wasn't excited. Not that he next knows week. that he's in love with her. He thinks he thinks of her as a daughter because he's an idiot. <laughs> I love him. No, I love the ship so much. <laughs> So I wasn't like wanting to watch it because of the whole thing with Kyoya. And then that ending, I was like, oh, give me more, give me more right now. It's good. I'm a, yeah. I'm a ship monster. You'll have to forgive Kyoya. Not like completely, but you'll have to move past it because he is, he is a good friend to Tamaki. Yeah. I, and we'll, I will we'll see. We'll that. see. We'll figure it out. You'll, you'll, you'll see how you feel. And I also might be thinking of manga stuff because the manga obviously goes more longer details. than the show. Yeah. Um, because the show only has one season. I can't um, believe you got manga me on this show and I only get one actually season. Actually finishes the story. So you do get an ending. You just don't oh. get it. In, you just don't get it in the show. Which is fine. Because the ending is really good the way it is. But I love seeing it fulfilled. But it's okay. Yeah, I know. Well, you'll get to read it. So yeah. at least have that. It's not nothing. And then next week we're doing episodes 9, 10, 11, and 12. Uh, which is our halfway mark. Wow. And this is happening so fast. I know. I'm kind of sad. I'm getting sad. I'm so sad. I don't want another show. I like this one. I know. This one's happy. All the rest are Let's risky. Watch this again. This is risky. <laughs> uh, watch after this. We're going to roll the saddest show in the I world. know. Uh, uh, cool. Well, you know what? We're tired and we love anime. And we love you. Good night. Bye. Thank you for watching Gateway Anime Podcast with Bridget and Lauren. Please remember to like, subscribe, and download our episodes. Remember, we also have a Patreon, so if you want to suggest shows for us to watch, make sure you go visit us. Special thank you to Marjorie McClendon for our artwork and designs and Drew Griffith for all of our music. We hope to see you again next week. Remember, we love anime and we love you.